What's up everybody? This video today is for anybody that's interested in business, investing, the economy. I'm gonna be letting you know some of my thoughts about Zillow as well as Facebook, so let's get into it. So recently, Zillow hit the brakes on their home buying pro program, their iBuying program. I know that I've talked about Zillow in the past. If you wanna check that out, I will go ahead and put a link down in the description. So I've always enjoyed looking at different businesses and analyzing their different business models. Understanding how businesses work and how they bring different goods and services to the marketplace has always been very interesting to me. So there are some things that Zillow does very well. So they definitely filled a need in the marketplace for a website where you can search properties and you can view your own property online that's definitely something that consumers like and they use a lot. One of the problems that Zillow has is making money though. So this is actually really common in our marketplace today. Investors are always looking for good investments and they're looking for high returns. And so there's a good amount of companies that can go for decades without ever making any money. A lot of people like to reference Amazon because they're one of those companies that went a very long time without ever making a profit, but now they're one of the biggest companies in the world. In the past decade, we've seen a major shift in the way that some companies are able to make money. In today's market, one of the most valuable resources is data and information. Originally, when Facebook first became a social networking site, they probably had no idea how much money they could actually make from collecting consumers' information and then using that information to sell advertising. Facebook's market cap is $915 billion. That's a lot of money from just collecting data from consumers. One of the reasons that this works so well is Facebook can basically sell any advertising to anybody and it actually works. If Coca-Cola wants to run ads and show them on your newsfeed, they can. If politicians want to run ad campaigns, they can. If a local coffee shop wants to run ads to just their city, they can. The options are really endless. Pretty much anybody can run an ad campaign and they can choose to spend as little money or as much money as they want in order to do that. I do want to point out that Facebook is probably one of the first big companies to really be able to capitalize on this new business model. And consumers are a lot less likely to want to give out their personal information to social media sites now and in the future. Recently, Apple has made some changes to their software, which doesn't allow Facebook to track as much information as they were able to do in the past. Facebook was pretty upset about that because obviously they're not gonna make as much money, but I imagine we'll probably see more of that in the future as well. There's also the risk of government regulation. You probably heard a lot of things about that in the news, but that's a, a big risk for Facebook now and also for other social media companies in the future that may not be able to do the same thing that Facebook was originally doing. So getting back to Zillow, Millions of potential home buyers and sellers visit Zillow's site. So how do they capitalize on that attention? Well, they can't do it the same way that Facebook does because they don't have the same amount of data. The data that they do have is people that are looking at homes. In the past, they've sold this information to real estate agents and that's been their primary source of income. 
Today, most real estate agents don't wanna pay Zillow for some random contact information of a person that looked at a house online. It's extremely expensive and it's not very effective. In a hot seller's market, there's a lot of things that work that wouldn't work in a down market, you know, or a buyer's market, such as Zillow's iBuyer program. Zillow has been buying homes from consumers and then selling, reselling those homes at a loss. Their goal is obviously to make a profit, um, but they've been having a difficult time doing that. And they've been having a difficult time in this hot seller's market. So a lot of cities across the United States have gone up 30% in value. That's, that's a really hot market. Obviously, if the market is going down or is not as hot as that, it's going to be a lot more difficult for Zillow to be able to make a profit. Investors are hoping that once Zillow is able to iron out the inefficiencies in their process, that they'll eventually be able to be profitable through their iBuyer program. But if Zillow can get a lot of people to just ask about their iBuyer program, then they have a lot more data and information that they can use to sell to real estate agents. This has been their primary source of income in the past, and my belief is that they're not even interested in buying and selling homes. They just want the information. Zillow wants the information that's associated with buying and selling real estate. So this is where I see the biggest breakdown in their company. Like I said before, buying information from Zillow is expensive and not very effective. And I believe that most real estate agents are gonna look for other better ways that are more effective rather than buying information from Zillow. At some point, the market has to go down and we're definitely going to see what companies are actually providing a good, a really good service and those companies that are purely hype and speculation. So anyways, hope that you found this interesting. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are in the comments down below. If you have any questions or if there's anything I can do for you, feel free to let me know and hope you have a great week.